It's Build a Big Podcast. David Hooper here. I've got a music business friend of mine. He was doing a project for MTV in the 90s. Remember when Cindy Crawford was all over MTV? She was all over everywhere. Probably the top model in the world. Anyway, he was working for Warner Brothers, and they sent him down to the Caribbean to do a show where she was the host. I don't know if it's an MTV spring break kind of thing or whatever, but there were bands involved. That's why he was there and she was involved because she was a huge superstar at the time. So he is out on a small boat with Cindy Crawford and there's a film crew there. She's in a bikini and they're taping her. She's introducing everything. They're getting a bunch of scenes done with her. And the way this works is when you've got the boat and you've got the crew together, you're doing a lot at once. You may do your podcast like this, what we call a gang run. You do a bunch of episodes at once when you're in the studio, take them to the editing bay, chop it up. You got multiple episodes from that one run that you did in the studio. So MTV, Cindy Crawford, that shoot, it was no different. They're doing multiple scenes. As I mentioned, she's in a bikini. It becomes time for her to do the next scene. They want her in something else. She needs to change clothes. Cindy Crawford, at the height of her career, she strips down completely naked and there's a stylist there, somebody helping her change out of that clothing, get her into her new clothing. So my friend's there, he's got his crew and they're just staring at her. The hottest model in the world, she's 10 feet away from them, completely naked. And she notices them and she looks at them. (laughs) And she laughs. Then she says, oh, sorry, guys. I'm used to being around a bunch of gay guys and I forgot where I was. (laughs) She was so comfortable changing in and out of her clothes and having all these people around while she did it, she thought nothing of it. I just had a similar thing happen at my house. (laughs) Not quite that exciting. My wife was doing a photo shoot for a jewelry company. There's her, the photographer, a hair and makeup person, a company rep, and the model. And the setup, it's a little bit weird. Think of your typical photo shoot. Imagine that. There's a seamless background. There's lighting. There's a camera. But this whole thing is covered in a tarp. It's kind of like a photo shoot meets a kid's couch fort. And there may be an hour in, just getting the setup ready. As I mentioned, this was for a jewelry company. And there's somebody there, very similar to the Cindy Crawford shoot, who's taking the jewelry, putting it on the model, making sure it looks good, taking it off the model. But no photos had been taken yet. It's in the hair and makeup phase. And my wife finally says why there's a couch fort in the studio. It's because this jewelry, it's reflective. And as the photographer, she needs to control the way the light hits it. (laughs) And then the model says, oh, I just assumed we were doing nudes. (laughs) like this thing had been set up for her privacy if you didn't know this this is kind of the way this stuff works is you show up on a set you don't know what you're getting into maybe you've got a little bit of information maybe the client name but other than that not a whole lot they might give you some basics like wear a tube top or wear this color bra so it's not showing but you really don't know what you're getting into a lot of times and when she saw this thing she thought it was for privacy Let's talk about how this relates to your podcast, both these examples. You are a podcaster and you podcast all the time. It is normal for you. 
it's normal for you to walk into your studio or wherever you've got your mic set up and talk to yourself. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm in my studio and I'm talking to myself. Nobody is around me. That would probably be weird if you asked somebody to do that and they weren't used to it. It can be weird to do a remote interview when you don't have video and the person on the other end, your guest, doesn't have those visual cues that he might be used to in a situation that would be recorded. There are a million ways to do a podcast and whatever the one that you choose to use is, that is probably not normal for your guest. Because of this, you have got to explain everything that is happening. When you don't, your guest is going to make an assumption. Like, oh, I thought we were doing this naked. When I say everything, I mean that. It's much better to err on the side of caution than assume your guest knows what is going on. That means if you're doing something in person, you introduce the guest to the people who are there and let them know what those people are doing. You can make it seem easy. When I'm doing a radio interview, if it's remote, there's an engineer on the line. But when we're in person, there's an engineer right there in the room. I need to make sure that the guest knows the engineer's name, what the engineer is doing there. Say, hey, this is Stephanie. Stephanie's going to make you sound good. She's going to make me sound good. So when we make mistakes, because I'm going to make those mistakes too, that's not going to be a problem. She will get those fixed. We may have to do something over. But that is part of the process. You let them know that there's nothing to be nervous about because people get nervous. They're hearing the edited version of you on your podcast and you sound so smooth. They don't know that you're not that smooth. So you got to let them know that. And when you make that mistake, when you've got to pause because you forgot something, you got to double check something, let the guests know why. That silence, it's a great interview technique because people don't like that silence and they'll start talking. But the reason they start talking It's because they get nervous. And if you're not trying to use that as a technique to get an answer out of your guest, you need to let people know. Because for the most part, you don't want them nervous. You want them relaxed and comfortable with talking to you. If you're doing something remotely before you connect, let the guest know how you're going to connect. For example, if you're using CleanFeed, we're going to connect via a company called CleanFeed. Use a web browser, click this link. You're not going to see anything but you will hear me come through. Let them know the process. Let them know that they need to be wearing headphones so there is no echo. Never, ever assume that a guest knows what's going on. If you assume this and the guest doesn't know what's going on, you're going to have guests that get self-conscious, they freeze up. You're going to have guests that mess things up, like being too far away from the mic. You've got to let them know about that. Or maybe they show up with the wrong equipment. That happens more often than not with remote interviews. If you're interviewing somebody who has never done a podcast before, if you're reaching out and really looking for good information, you don't need somebody who's done a lot of podcasts. You need somebody with that good information. However, if they've never done the podcast before, they don't know that they need to have a mic and that mic needs to be two or three inches away from their mouths to sound good. You got to let them know this stuff. You need to let your guests know that they're doing a good job. Or not. This is really important. Guests are nervous. They're self-conscious. 
they're worried about doing well, let them know. Because again, you want them relaxed. You want them confident in being able to tell you information. And related to this, if they're not doing a good job, don't let them know that. Let your engineer let them know that. If you're lucky enough to have somebody on the line who's working with you, getting that recording down for you, and I would have somebody on the line if you think that this might happen, if you're going to have a guest who's trouble, you need somebody to be the bad guy and let that guest know when something's not working. I'll give you an example. Talked about having guys show up with just a built-in mic on their computer. Had it happen just a couple weeks ago. Guy shows up, sounds like he's in a cave. Do I tell him? Nope. I want to keep that rapport with him. Engineer told him, hey man, you sound like you're in a cave. Do you have a better microphone? The guy hymns and hawls, blah, blah, blah. Let me see what I can do. No, I don't. Well, she's got to be the bad guy. Then he starts hitting something. I think he was on a couch. He starts hitting couch cushions. <laughs> like he's working out his aggression because he's so stressed out for being interviewed by me. Boom. Keep hearing a boom. Boom. I sent her a text in the middle of it. Hey, uh, Steph, <laughs> maybe you should mention this. <laughs> I can't mention it. And she did. It stopped. She was very clever how she did it. Hey, I'm, I'm getting some kind of weird sound. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. It's not me. But then it stopped mysteriously. It was him. And none of us said anything. We just wanted a good interview. We're not trying to humiliate the guy, but we are trying to get a good interview. But you need to stay on the guest side. It's a good cop, bad cop thing. If you've got to go against your engineer, against, I mean, secretly you're on the same side, but act like you're not on the same side, do it. Your job is to get a good interview. And the first part of that is letting people know exactly what is happening, letting them know before the interview starts, also giving them feedback during that interview, and then giving them feedback after the fact. So they feel good about it. And when you're done, they're going to have a good experience with you. Tell their friends, promote your episode. And because of that, help you to grow your podcast and spread your message. If you want help growing your podcast, reaching more people with your message, reach out to me. Bigpodcast.com is how to do that. Let me know more about you. Let me know what you're doing, what you need help with. Let's talk about that. To subscribe to Build a Big Podcast and make sure you never miss an episode bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. You'll see it right there at the top. Build a big podcast. I'm here all the time talking about growing your audience, spreading your message, making more money with your ideas. I'm going to help you do it. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thank you for listening to Build a Big Podcast. I will see you on the next episode.